and welcome to the Rosie Posey podcast, the official podcast of Boyerig Rose FC. We are here to chat our reaction to a huge League Cup draw for the Rosie Posey, as well as reflecting on our final day cup defeat. And also we've got a little quiz in store that will put me against Amy for the final time this season. Joining me, first of all, is Mr Cameron Wonstall. How are you? I'm great, Sean. Thank you very much. How are you? I am fantastic. Always happy to be chatting, Rose. And very sadly, for the final time on the Rosie Posey podcast, as a regular contributor, who knows what the future could hold? Um, but for the last time in our media team capacity, it's Amy Canavan. Amy, how are you? You're not getting rid of me. You know that. I know I'm that. I'm back. I'm refusing to get punted out of group chats as well. Just keep changing numbers and pretending it'd be someone else. Um, I'm not happy about that. So I'm not, I'm maybe leaving in body, but certainly not in spirit um, or whatever the phrase is. Um, so I'm going to do everything in my power to remain, um, yeah, in it. In it. I just yeah, imagine yeah. making a mistake in a match tweet next season and then seeing it was deleted and reposted and corrected and me going to Cam, was that you? Um, nah. Asking whoever joins us, is that you? Nah, Brendan, nah. It was just you from some random ground around the country. It's just still Me. focusing on boy rig rows and still correcting Me. my mistakes. Correct. Um, but yeah. you've done so well. So, yeah, we'll get into I'm all that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into all that stuff very soon. But we've got to talk about, I mean, I think a lot of the foot, football fans in the country are talking about our League Cup draw because it's so exciting and so huge. And um, just to recap, we've been drawn in Group D of the Premier Sports Cup, our debut in the Scottish League Cup, and we've been drawn against Clyde, Falkirk, Greenock Morton, and the one that's got everyone chatting, Hibernian. Um, Cam, that was the one that you wanted out of the group, so just tell me your reaction when you saw that it'll be uh, Rose against Hibs once again. Yeah, that's obviously, I mean, they might not be in the top seed because they had a quite a poor season, but... They are still the biggest team left in that draw with the other teams in Europe, I reckon. So, yeah, so excited to get Hibs. I mean, obviously, a bit of history. Played them, was it 2017 Scottish Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, um, exactly. At Tynecastle. Loads of fans there. And obviously, it was a big, heavy defeat. Still got the goal through Dino's penalty. Um, Hoskins, that is. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what everyone wanted. I think every team around the country wants to play Hibs because they're the biggest team in it. And we're the lucky ones that have drawn them and we can take them on. How do you feel about that one, Amy? Because ha- like Cam's saying, it has been a-, a poor season for Hibs and obviously left to a couple of managerial departures. This will be one of Lee Johnson's very first games as Hibs manager. We don't know the fixtures yet as we record this, but um, it will definitely be in the, fir- the first few. Um, so it'll be a big sort of a test for him as he sort of shows to everyone what he's going to do as a Hibs manager. Yeah, the pressure's on. Um, you know, it's an ideal draw for Rose, but you're not wanting... To be honest, none of the big clubs. You don't want ones who have just came up. You don't, you know, last year nobody wanted Kelty. You don't want that, you know, Kelty knocking out St Johnston in the Scottish Cup. You don't want to be known as that team. I think it was obviously intensified even more the fact that St Johnston were the holders. But um, yeah, the, the pressure was all on Hibs or who, well, the pressure was all on the other four. To be honest, you come in as um, pot five and you can just yeah play freely and I think that's a great um way to, to really look at it that it's it's a fantastic draw around for for Rose. Um yeah Hibs is the one that you want, you know. Um even looking obviously I understand you want to come on Um but other than that you're really I think you're the only person who probably wouldn't want Hibs from that pot one because you'd not really want to travel up to Aberdeen. To have yeah to have Hibs 
is just the dream job to be honest I think it's actually ideal no matter where it be if it be Easter Road or if it be I'd prefer it to be New Grandass Park I um I really would get them on the slopes here of the cup um but uh, I think it's I think it's it's a great draw around like it's in you know the social media reaction yesterday validates that that everyone feels exactly the same and as you rightly see not just from a rose basis I think from Scottish football in general has probably picked out that Rose v Hibs is the probably the tie around. Oh, I'd say so definitely. I mean, if I had nothing to do with Boric Rose, I would still be saying that that's one that you're going to keep an eye on. I, absolutely. Um, so I think it was Alan Temple, the journalist at the Courier, sort of uh, tweeting that he'd love to see Kira Magaki versus Ryan Porteous. And I don't know where Ryan Porteous' future lies, whether that's still in league next season, but that's just completely blockbuster, isn't it? <laughs> the idea of those to come up against each other. And with so many Hibs fans in the team, and I'm sure there'll be Hibs fans who come along to New England Park when they've got a free week or whatever. It's just really, really exciting that that game is in our future. And talking about that game from 2017, I think it's eight players um, still in the squad from that team that uh, lost at Tynecastle that day, like you said, Cameron Dean Hoskins getting the uh, scoring the penalty and that heavy defeat. But I, I'm sure Rose will like to make a better account of themselves this time. They'll be the underdogs, but it's very, very exciting. And we can't wait for the fixtures to be announced and move that along. Um, other team, I mean, it's a really fantastic group. There's lots of big teams in it. Um, Morton Cam can had a really rough start to their season in the championship. Um, but I think people expected them to be right down there. They had a massive squad overhaul um, last season. I think it was something like three or four players were left from the squad from the existing season. Um, eventually, Dougie Emery comes in, goes on a fantastic run, and their season sort of peters out in, uh, in sort of mediocrity, which is where they would have, wouldn't have mind being at a certain position in the season. Um, so it's another team that we're interested to see how he does after a full summer and what he can sort of build on, just a similar position to Johnson. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to see what they do because right now, like say, they're just kind of, eh, we don't know next season whether they'll build on that or they'll fall back down again. We'll wait and see. Um, I kind of wish that they had kept just like going down our landslide because I know we'll touch on Clyde and Falkirk, but those are two teams in League One that are probably the shambolic teams in that league. So it would have been nice to be playing the shambolic team in the Championship as well. But I you know Doug Embry's sort of sorted them out. Maybe they'll get some new signings in his sort of signings and they can improve. But either way, it'll be a, it'll be a good test because. But there's no pressure on us against Hibs, and there's there's no pressure on us against anyone, I suppose. But Morton's a team where you can really challenge yourself. Well, that's a half decent championship team. Let's see what we can take from them, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens, I suppose. Um, but I think definitely an interesting tie whether that's home or away. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that one being at Capolo, um, considering it's, it's a cracking ground. I went there for mm-hmm. the first time this season to watch an absolutely dreadful one-all draw with Coman. <laughs> I remember um, that. <laughs> so so bad on a Friday night. Um, I'm sorry. I was on the telly. I'm sorry to anyone who watched that. But um, players who have stood out in that Morton team this season. First of all, the um, fans' player of the year was Lewis Strap, um, fullback who just has one of the best long throws I've seen in Scottish football. It caused Kelly all sorts of problems um, on that Friday night, and they did it in the four times we played them that season. Um, and uh, their players' player of the season was Jack Hamilton who um, was a bit of a joke for a long time in Scottish football at Hearts and then at Dundee. Is that the goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah. sorry, I was thinking, sure, was wow, yeah. yeah. Out, I think out with Zach Hemming, um, the commander goalkeeper last season, he was probably the best goalkeeper in the championship. Um, really, um, Good on him. Yeah, be- best season he's ever had by an absolute mile and um, was sort of revigorated at Capolo. They both have been offered new deals as we record, but they haven't signed them yet, so it'll be interesting to see um, how that progresses. 
Amy, moving on to Falkirk. I mean, we've played at the Falkirk Stadium three times <laughs> in the season just gone by. Um, so we know that ground very well, but of course it's a, a new team uh, to play. And uh, we in our other podcasts with energy and all that sort of stuff like to have a little bit of a laugh at Falkirk. I think a lot of people in Scottish football do. But with John McGlynn coming in, a very highly respected manager in the game, do you think this could be a new beginning for Falkirk? And like Hibs, uh, like Morton, they'll be seeing these League Cup group stages as a chance to get their sort of momentum running head into the league campaign. Um, John McGlynn, muscle the man. Um, so um, I don't know. I, I think it is a great managerial appointment. I really do. I don't think they probably could have got anyone better. Mm. Um, so I think to really get him in, there must be some sort of great plan of action. Um, you know, whatever fans are still kind of half turning up, they expect a hell of a lot better than what's been on show for probably what has it been now probably the last five six seasons isn't it you know it's that's how long that this disaster has really been unraveling and continuing to unravel I'm trying to think the last thing there was a kind of a half decent Falkirk side well um, they, they lost the playoff final to Kilmarnock in 2016. Well, there you go. Uh, so that's that six was a, years ago then, yeah. yeah. So a big sliding doors moment because of obviously Kelly ended up falling down, but Kelly went on to finish third in the Premiership not too long after that, and Falkirk went right down the leagues. And sort of people were saying that that was a big moment between two fairly similarly sized clubs. Um, Certainly, what it used to be, yeah, exactly. Um, and not not necessarily, you know, not never really best of the rest, um, but not too far away from that, and should at least be challenging that kind of way. So yeah. Something does have to change Falkirk, but I think this is a great time still to be getting them. Um, you know, there's still a hell of a lot of uncertainty. You're thinking by the time, again, it's kind of similar to Hibs. You don't know, obviously, if it was going to be first game or whatever, but it'll still be one of the maiden few games. So you're thinking there's mm-hmm. still going to be a very much a transitional period. Will John McGlynn have really been able to, you know, establish his anything, really, his mark on this team? You would probably say to no, um, unless he manages to, to work an absolute miracle. So I think it's it's a really exciting high. Mm. Um, big, big club cam, is that what attracted you to them when you said you're sort of giving us your the draw that you would like to see? You said Hibs and Falkirk were definitely in that. Is it just sort of the size of the club that made you think I'd like to go and see Rose take them on? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've obviously I was born in 98, so a lot of my younger years, Falkirk were sort of a top championship Premier League club um, and getting to cup finals. Yeah, you know what I mean? I had uh, some good players there too, but. Yeah, just the size of the team. I mean, there's not many teams, I don't think any other teams in Portfolio are that big. I think if you're going to, your debut League Cup appearance, uh, you want the big teams. So yeah, just the size of the club. And obviously, we know we've been at the stadium. It's a decent setup there. It's a good game. It's a good stadium to watch football in. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just that really. That's that's all it was that appealed me to them. Them and yeah. Hibs, I really want them. And we got them. So I'm, I'm buzzing, to be honest. Yeah, made some interesting signings already, uh, Falkirk. Just a couple of days ago, Liam Henderson came in from Arbroath. Mm-hmm. Obviously had a strong season there. And um, just in the sort of 10, 15 minutes before we started recording, they announced Cole Donaldson from Ross County, which I think uh, I think there would have been championship clubs after Cole Donaldson, I'd imagine. And I think that's we're talking about the size of the club, Falkirk mm-hmm. and perhaps the pulling power of, of John. Can I change my take? <laughs> <laughs> okay, John McGlynn's working on medical already. <laughs> He's doing well. I think Cole Donaldson's a strong signing. Decent signing. For League One, certainly. And... Uh, I mean, Rose took on two League One sides last season, two sides that finished above Falkirk, obviously were comfortably beaten by Alawan, a really a big off day for the boys, they would admit themselves at Recreation Park. But then we pushed Queen's Park, who are now a championship club, right to the limit. And I, uh, I understand in both those instances that managerial changes have happened, um, 
but yeah, it was a, a largely a very similar squad, and it took Queens Park right to the limit. It was a we all think that Rose should have been awarded a, a penalty. Then they go and get a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can. I have to show no bias. It's an absolute stonewaller, and it's a disgrace. <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> but yeah, um, and only lost on penalties very narrowly to um, Queens Park at Firhill. So I think um, it'll be very interesting to see how Rose test themselves. I got another League One team in Clyde. Who I mean, we could say the same thing. We we, we know Broadwood well. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. They will no longer be playing their games there. So it'll be a trip to um, Hamilton Ackies in New Douglas Park um, if we are to get drawn away to Clyde and. Um, Obviously, Amy, we've we've played them in recent years, um, knocked out the Scottish Cup by Clyde very narrowly. And Danny Lennon, who's still in charge there, of course, had a lot of positive things to say about Rose in the aftermath of that game. Do you think that a lot, of, we know that we talk about it all the time, the squad is largely similar. They'll see this as a chance of, of revenge to get their own back in uh, the League Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, uh, it's again, it's, I think it's a great drop. I think Danny Lennon's a really, really good manager. I've really liked him for a long time. Um, I think in fact, the longevity is time at Clyde as well, which I know doesn't seem that long, but when you're thinking about Scottish football, and I think you can be in the door for about two minutes and get sacked. Um, but no, I um, I'm excited by that game again. Another club that well, obviously, as you rightly say, will not be playing at Broadwood because they've had their own troubles this season. They are dying for a, a more positive season than last. Um, just everything like the outlook of the club in general. So um, yeah, I think it's it's. Four clubs that are really needing to kind of, well, not so much Morton, maybe three clubs that are really trying to reshape their image. Um, and then Morton and uh, that, the Bremen, Bouncing, uh, Bonnerig Rose that are absolutely in cloud nine right now. So um, I think it's, it's a fantastic draw, very excited by Clyde. And I think you're, you're spot on in what you say that, you know, we've said it so, so, so many times. Um, but, you know, you're, there's only going to be three, four, maybe four players probably that are in and around the, the team that weren't back in um when take take on Clyde in the in the Scottish Cup. So of course it plays on the mind because again it was another game that on another day Rose would easily have won that and that's another one to go down in the history book. So uh, yeah I think there definitely will be that bit of maybe not revenge but certainly um wanting to get one back. Mm-hmm, definitely yeah and so, I mean we know that Rose will be the underdogs in every single one of these games but I think um, it's a club that can relish that um, and, and really sort of revel in that opportunity to take on these these bigger clubs, these uh, clubs with um, league history. And uh, yeah, I mean, if Rose fans weren't excited for their debut season in the SBFL after that draw, um, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong. It could have went so much worse as well. Like, I think we should just yeah. touch on that. Because like, there was obviously, <laughs> I, I actually got caught up in it. Nothing, what was that, nothing in these clubs wrong with these clubs specifically. No, 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 not at all. I was actually huge travel wise, yeah. Like I caught up in, when I was going through the chat and I was like, oh my god, there's at least you're not wanting Aberdeen and Peter Hedge. I mean, you may as well just stay there for the week. Mm-hmm. Um but there yeah, there were some howling howlers, yeah, groups that could have just been a horrible travel and um but I think, yeah, I think obviously you would want to come on in that half and half scarf and you can go back away for a wee while. Um, but other than that, it's probably one of the, the best draws you could actually hope for. To be fair, I might have to make a trip back up to Fraserburgh if that's how the, the draw the, the <laughs> allocated and see Kelly take on Fraserburgh and make sure to keep my hands off any GoPros that might uh, make themselves um, apparent. Who to- Was it Ryan? Did Ryan say, like, here, yeah. guys? Advice to Kamarnik Partick. Make sure you don't. And uh, it was a good tweet, a very good tweet. Um, we'll go sort of 
dampen the mood a wee bit for a second. Uh, but I think when what we're going to talk about um, is really just how this would have been the cherry on the cake to win this, the South Challenge at Cup on Sunday. Unfortunately, it didn't transpire that way. Ocunic Talbot um, are 3-1 winners of that game. Um, and it was an interesting one, Cam. Robbie describes it as a, a game of two halves. Uh, how sort of fair do you think that assessment is? Um, pretty fair. Um, I'd, even, I'd even be a bit more... Um, sorry, I forgot the word, just a little bit... Give me a little bit more credit talking about because I'd say as soon as their equaliser went in, I'd say maybe the tables turned in, maybe the last 10 minutes of the first half too, because we were in complete control. I'm not saying we were like battering their defence at all, but we were really in control of the game, had a few good chances, deserved a one-goal lead, that's for sure. Um, and then they got, not better at all, just the luckiest of one goals. A header bounces off Bob Wilson's head, goes in the back of the net. There's nothing you can do about that. And then uh, full credit to them, second half, they really did come out and they were totally in control. I Robbie said in an interview, um, just sort of the legs had gone a wee bit after mm-hmm. a long season and a big, a big busy week. Um, and there's no shame in that, really. Um, we got the main goal of promotion, but I, I, like you say, a cherry on top would have been nice. But all can like really um, did. They just had the legs. They really put in the effort, fully deserved the win on the day. Um, and I think you could tell as soon as they got the second, you just had a feeling like this is going to be really tough to get back into. And then we really threw everything at it for the third goal, got caught in the counter last minute, very unfortunate. And um, yeah, that's just the way it goes sometimes, I suppose. Yeah, Amy, it was, a, it was an interesting mood, wasn't it? Because these players are, are winners. They, they put their absolute all into this football club and want to bring this football club as much success as they possibly can. But I think there was still that reflection that they have achieved so much this year and they can still be massively proud of themselves. It was important for Robbie and Davey and, and the rest of the coaching staff to get their heads up and say, look, we've done an amazing job. Um, and we can carry this this success on to next season, hopefully. Yeah, as much as um, Robbie obviously said game of two halves as well, I think he, he admitted quite a few times probably just a game too far. Um, and I think that was probably the general mood. Um, you could see that as, um, like you say, Bob Wilson playing probably 30, 35 minutes with one leg. Pretty much, um, yeah. Maybe 35, which maybe half an hour, yeah, certainly one leg. Um and you know it is. It's a great pitch, but it's a big pitch. Um, <laughs> it's a huge pitch, um, and I think that just, just everything just didn't really fall in favour. Um, as you say, it's up until until the equaliser. I don't think we, we created a single chance. I don't think Mikey's had to do anything at all. Mm. Um, you know, there's the geo chance. I think he should probably put away. Um, cut back from Brad's. You can maybe rue that, and maybe if that goes in, it's a different. That's a different story, but you know you're going to get there. Sometimes you're you're not. Um, but up until that, I think that's maybe the frustration. Not even again. I don't think you can actually even be frustrated. It's like as you rightly say, there's a weird mood. Which I don't think you can be frustrated. Um, but I, I certainly don't think there was anything shown from Talbot up until the the very very unfortunate or very very lucky, whichever way you want to put it, um, on goal. But yeah, it was probably just a game too far, and I think it looked a bit leggy. But as um, many have really said, you know, nothing's going to taint, nothing's going to tarnish this unbelievable season. Um, and it would have very much just been the, the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you for everyone's support. I mean, uh, two massive clubs for that, the size, uh, for the level that they're at, sorry. Um, so credit to the Ocalinic fans who were in great voice. Um, and yeah, the, the Rose fans as well, who turned up in their numbers. Um, it was good to see you all. We can't wait to see more of you next season. Um, that's it for the football chat. Well, the 
the sort of reflector on games and all that sort of stuff from this season. But how much do me and Amy remember what happened this season? We did it last year when Jake Gray, um, our former colleague... Who uh, won that? I think it was you on a tiebreaker. I think it was extremely... Oh, I was maybe I was being smart there. I absolutely knew it was me. Was it on a tiebreaker, though? Oh, um, I think it was. I think it was something very close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we did, because you're not actually asking another question, maybe. Yeah, because I think it was just, oh, it could be a we draw. We didn't want a draw. Like, no, no, absolutely <laughs> no chance. I was just absolutely positive that I won. You were, but I, maybe the tiebreaker does sound about right. That's annoying. Yeah, it's probably dubious. And so we'll see if she can get another dubious win here today or a foul win in, in complete sort of legitimacy. Um, so Cam has... I rules, Cam. I want to know the rules. Yeah, tell us. Uh, rules. Simple, I guess. It's buzzer. So whoever jumps in first, whoever I hear jump in first. I don't yeah, that's oh, good that's yeah, I know. We've done it before and it, it doesn't work, but it's the best way to do it when it's an audio podcast. So if it's a video podcast, we can have whiteboards or something, but that's just not the case. So we've got to do it this way, okay? We'll whiteboards next time. I'll come back. We'll get whiteboards. We'll get whiteboards. We'll really up the production value. Um, more names, Amy, I, for buzzers. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, my name, yeah. I fully expect Pelters when one of you shouts out first and I go with another person. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen every single question. You know I'm going to blow an absolute gasket. <laughs> There's 10 questions. I believe I made them all about this season. I'm pretty sure they're all this season, this oh, campaign. Oh, yeah, this season. I can't remember yeah. what I was supposed to do. No, remember last season. Well... Yeah, I think they're all gettable. I mean, I think I knew the answers. One or two of them surprised me to be sure when I looked them up. So we'll start. Oh. We'll start. Okay, question one. Um, I'm just going to have to tell you. Make sure you play along at home so you can get faster than me and Amy. Of course. Probably yeah, not. Make sure if, if you get more points, make sure. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so question one. Kerr Young and George Hunter were both nominated for Rose Goal of the Season for strikes against East Stirlingshire in the Scottish Cup. But who scored the other goal in that game? Sean. Brad, go ahead. Bradley Vabra is correct. That is one point to Sean McGill. Question ah. number two. Amy, wait, wait, question number two. <laughs> Which defender, that centre back or wing back, has the most league goals this season? Sean. Amy. Sean. Kerr. Kerr Young, correct. Oh, I would have got it wrong anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a tricky one. I didn't know that was the case. Kerr Young has six league goals this season. Would you have went nearly, Amy? No, as I went, Bob, we got a hat trick against them. Bob Wilson and Neil Martin. I the only one in, in the league. No, in league. no, we got a goal against. Um, he got two goals he against got two them. Goals against uh, Edinburgh Uni. But that's the only five that he got in the league. Neil right. Martin, you got five. Brad and Hoskins on four, and Dean Brown on three. Oh, Dean so. Hoskins, yeah. He's Dean seen. Hoskins on four. He was close. Very right, close. I want a recount already. <laughs> Which team did Dean Brett score a brace against this season? Amy. Mm. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's when it's when have you for the terrace game? Um, I three seconds. It's not great now. It's not great. No, Sean McGill chance to steal. They'll beat you star. Incorrect. Oh, it's civil. It's incorrect. Amy, I love you. I love you. Derek Rangers. Nope. What? You can just shout out. Just shout what? out. Keep going. <laughs> nope. It's when, it's when have you pretended? Gala, 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 Gala. Gala favourite Dean, Sean McGill gets the point. <laughs> you the point for that. Who? Oh. That's a null and void, surely, God. Shut up, you're null and void. There's only that many people. And I displayed mm. the occasion. I displayed the occasion. Mm. And I don't know the occasion, bro. I told him that we were playing. You know what, actually? You know I what? Point, a point would be over there. I do agree with the principle. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You're not getting okay. the point
no point, no point, half point. Uh, <laughs> no, no point, no point. Question four. It's well known that Neil only grabbed the second of his 10 goals this season against Celtic B at the end of January. But who did his first come against John. earlier in the campaign? Sean Miguel. Arliston Rangers. Yeah, I knew that, but then you said league. What did he say league? I don't know. <laughs> I just make up the words. You are clutch with it, straw size. It's three nil. How was he with that that game? Was well, that? I can tell you the nine that scored. Well, there's not well, nine. You know what, Amy? That's not in the questions. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. I want you to get a point, but come on. Okay, next one. Next one. Just let me leave. Rules. We'll give you the win anyway. Rose scored 15 goals against Vale Leaven in the league this season. But can you name one of the two clubs we scored our second best nine goals against? Amy. Amy. Edinburgh Uni. Edinburgh Uni is one of those clubs. That is correct. Yes. Another team we scored. The other, oh, another one would be Berwick, wouldn't it? The other one. That's no, Berwick. Berwick was seven. Yeah. Gretna was the other team. Gretna was the other team. Yes. Oh, I, I had in my head we only beat Gretna 1 0 down there, but I wasn't there either. So. Wait, you know. what? We won 6 2 at home. 6 2, yeah. Oh, wait, maybe we got Oh, yeah, so we definitely won. We had 7 goals. Yeah, maybe we got that wrong. Because we won 2 1 down the road, did we not? Yeah, maybe that's kind of. Be fair, she said the team got 7. You said Edinburgh Unit, so it's fine. You've got the right answer. Look, every time I've hosted a quiz in the past, there's always been a mistake. So we just move on from it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've got two top keepers at the club who each kept 14 clean sheets this season. But who out of Mark and Mikey made more appearances in all competitions? Amy. John. Amy. Six and two threes, Mark. Incorrect. <laughs> I, would, I, honestly, I honestly would have said Mikey. Whatever. <laughs> I promise I would have said Mikey. Um, but it's too late. I just thought it was too obvious to be Mikey because he played for so long. Oh, nah. Mark played a lot of cup games at the start of the season. I won't take a steal on that one because obviously it's the only other answer. It's, it's two, yeah. yeah what, is, what, what, so is the, only, what is the score? What is, you won. It's 3-1 it's to Sean. After what question are we on? We're on question seven now. This is right. now seven coming up. So AB can still turn it around. That's all I'm saying. We'll keep it interesting. Okay. Which of the Grey brothers, Ross or Scott, has scored more league goals this season? Sean. Sean. No way! Oh my God! I think that was me. I do think that was me. That's Sean. That was Sean. I'm sorry, is it? That was Sean. She didn't want me me just to make it more interesting. Question seven. That's getting marked in. That's such a lie. That is such a lie. Ross or Scott, more league goals. This could be a trick as well, but I'm going to say Ross. It's Ross. It's Ross. One more goal than Scott. Is it? So, Amy, you need to get the next three to. Nah, that's. I've been cheated out of that one. I've been cheated out of that one. You listen to it back? Listen to it back. I'm, wa- I'm watching you my face. A mug. A mug. <laughs> I heard Sean. I'm sorry. Yeah. I heard you too. Yeah. I knew this argument would come We've up. We've got limited time, Amy. Come on. We've got limited time. Come on, bro. Okay. Question it. It's like me when hearts went down. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> Lee Curry deserves all the credit in the world for scoring a beautiful free kick against Fraser Burra a couple of weeks back. But who won the free kick? Amy. Amy. <laughs> um, I can picture it Sean Brown no nah. Sean Sean Ross Ross Gray incorrect as well Ooh. no oh Dean yeah. Brett Dean Brett oh I yeah I get that point I get that no, point no that's only two <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Dean Brett yeah if yeah. anyone gets the next two it counts then we'll take it to a tiebreaker okay. <laughs> <laughs> question nine who opened the scoring against Cowden Beef at NDP Sean Amy. 
I think that was maybe Amy. I think Sean said his name quickly, but I think Amy it's started not, first. There's no maybe about it. It's Amy. so evident. Amy. Go on, then. I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> oh, Sean. Yeah, yes. I'll go for it. Um, <laughs> okay, right. Question 10. I mean, if Amy gets this, we're going to have tiebreaker just for a laugh. Right. Those have been very recent questions, so we're going all the way back. Oh, so Amy's oh. still getting this. <laughs> Final question. Who scored the winner in a tight 2-1 victory over Cali Braves in Sean. August? Sean. Dean Hoskins. Dean Hoskins is the correct answer. I barely remember that because I've done a few things. Ran out when I ran comfortable. That is ran out of town. She's leaving. That is a that is a Bonnie Ridge Rules dread in 2008, 16 victory <laughs> for Sean McGill. Um Keith, the tiebreaker's quite boring. So it's I have been robbed. robbed. Been robbed. You got absolutely been robbed. robbed. Been robbed. I've been robbed. This is a joke. Do I? If you got that one, you still would have lost. Ah, but the momentum would have been in my favour. Ah, momentum, of course. We'll play the Sorry, Sean. The tiebreaker's really, the tiebreaker's really boring. I have to admit, guys. Sorry, it'd be, it'd be so anticlimactic. It was literally just how many lonely goals did we? Oh wait, I've already conceded, but I was meant to write score. How many lonely goals did we score this season? And aim it. Ninety-two. 92. And if you both go wrong, it would have been the closest. John didn't even know that because he's not even a real worker at this club. He does absolutely nothing. I'm too busy actually knowing who scored the goals. Like, I know who scored. I don't just just check the lonely table and go, oh, 92. I actually know who scored. No, I'm too busy. While you're celebrating the goal and watching the celebration of whoever it is, I'm actually having to tweet about it or write about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. So. Um, I mean, that was a great fun. Thank you very much for doing that, Cam. No, uh, it was absolutely horrid. I hated every single second. Well, that's because I won. Amazing. I mean, to be fair, that's won all over the past two seasons. So we just have to come back next year when I've been to all the games you've not. And we'll do yeah, the exactly. That's the we'll do the decider then. That seems fair to me. I'll have notes all around. That seems you can fair come back me. next year, host a quiz and rob me of a victory. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Let that's us know. <laughs> Let us know how you would have got on on uh, in the quiz. Um, let Amy know that she's an absolute loser. Um, but as we do wrap up, I just want to say, um, make sure f- um, to get your season tickets if you haven't already. Um, keep an eye on the socials to see how you can get yours, all those uh, good things. Thank you again for your support this season. This is the last Rosie Posey podcast of the season. So just have to say thanks so much. It's been an incredible journey. Thank you from all of us to... Um, the committee, the players, the management team uh, and fans as well for being so supportive of, of us and uh, putting out our rubbish. And like Amy said, when a camera gets shoved in your face, um, they've been very nice to the players and, and um, Robbie after every game, including defeats as well. So thank you so much for that. Thank you to Cam for all your uh, help and support this season. It's been class working with you. And uh, a final note to Amy to say thank you very much for being the best person I could have worked with for the last couple of years. We really do appreciate it. We loved your uh, goodbye. The club got to say goodbye on Twitter, but um, our chance for me and Cam to properly say goodbye. We'll miss working with you every Saturday. Uh, she's getting emotional. <laughs> but, I am not getting emotional. I do not show emotion. No, you don't. You definitely don't. Um, but no, and, and you just what's so hard in Boyerig. Um, you like people don't may not know how like close family links uh, you have. To this club and I mean you've been high flying for a long time now and people have been giving you opportunities paid opportunities and you've been at Boyne um pretty much every Saturday turning down these paid opportunities just because you love this football club and I don't think a lot of people know that so you deserve all the credit in the world best of luck to everyone um at Boyne Rose and, and just as your pals as well um for um, everyone that comes next 
and uh, I wanted to let you round off, uh, sign off this episode of the Rose Blues podcast. Oh, you could have gave me a bit of warning. Now I've got literally got tears everywhere. I'm like, this is so sweet. It's actually said something so very nice. Um, yeah, just a final thank you. Um, from all of us, not just from me, from everyone. This has been the Rosie Posey podcast. We've had a great season. And um, yeah, get those season tickets and I'll be with you in this stand next year. Cheers, guys. Bye.